Hello! Welcome to another story about the Peters family. This week's story, Changes for Todd, centers around Todd Hicks and his family, who have become close friends with the Peters family. As always, we've included a line from a hymn or a hymn title within the story. If you recognize it, send your answer to whimsywins at gmail.com. If yours is the first correct answer we receive, we will send you a prize. Last week's winner was Chloe from Concord, California, with her answer of, He lifted me from the story, Penelope tickles the ivories. There was another winner too. Fletcher from Granbury, Texas, sent in his answers of, The Doxology and Immortal, Invisible, God Only Wise. Those were two of the hymns Mama Peters assigned for the piano recital. Great job, Chloe and Fletcher. (laughs) Chloe, you should have already received your prize. And Fletcher, we've sent your prize, and it should be there next week, the Lord willing. Let's get started with this week's story, Changes for Todd. It was a Friday morning and homeschooling had begun a little later than usual because Mrs. Hicks had been running late with Todd. Around 9 o'clock, an hour past their typical start time, Mama Peters opened the front door to greet both Todd and Mrs. Hicks. Good morning, Todd. Good morning, Mrs. Hicks. I'm glad to see you. I was getting a little bit concerned, Mama Peters said as she picked up the newspaper from the porch. Seems like you're not the only one late today, though. Mama Peters pointed to the paper, which had been late the entire week. The new newspaper carrier would likely be receiving more complaints than tips if the pattern continued. I'm so sorry, Mama Peters, to have caused you unnecessary consternation. I tried calling your home line, but I just got a busy signal. Mrs. Hicks seemed in a hurry. Is everything okay, Mrs. Hicks? Oh, yes, Mama Peters. No need to worry. Everything's fine. My boss told me he wanted my last day of work to be as special as possible, so he graciously allowed me to come in later this morning. I made a big breakfast for the three of us, thinking I had more time than I really did. So now I'm behind the eight ball and need to get to work. Plus, my ma was feeling pretty gnarly. I told her she could call in sick. But ma says, Todd, where's your head? I can't skip the last day of work. And they're having a cake for ma too. I know she doesn't want to miss out on that. Even though, like I said, ma's been feeling gnarly. In his typical fashion, Todd was loud with his explanation, but lovable all the same. Oh no, you're sick, Mrs. Hicks? Do you have a fever? Should we cancel our dinner plans? Mama Peters' voice was laced with concern. I'm doing just fine, truly. Todd just gets protective if I even complain of a hangnail. And Mitch certainly isn't helping. He and Todd are living in an echo chamber with one another. If one of them says I need to lie down, the other follows up not a minute later with the same command. Well, it sure is nice to be so looked after, isn't it? But I'm happy to hear that you're okay, and that our dinner together is still on for tonight. I've been working on a celebratory end-of-work-life dinner of steak and shrimp. Daddy Peter says the only proper way to celebrate anything is with surf and turf. And Penelope is making a cheesecake. Oh, that sounds so delightful. You are such a good friend, Mama Peters. Anyway, I'd better run. I can't be so late for my last day. Have a good day, everyone. Love you, Todd. Love you too, Ma, Todd responded, and then turned and enthusiastically said, All right, Mama P, let's do it. Mama Peters laughed. <laughs> At Todd's exuberance over starting his school day, his positive attitude and joyful spirit were downright contagious. The day was relatively short as far as schooling goes, and by lunchtime, Todd, Penelope, and Pearson were finished with the main parts of their work. So when they all sat down to eat ham and cheese sandwiches, the mood at the table was light. Mama P, what are we going to do with the rest of the day? Todd inquired with a mouthful of ham and cheese sandwich. 
I have a lot planned, actually, Todd. First, we need to go down to Mr. Flaverty's house and do some yard work. I also want to bake cookies for church on Sunday, and I'll just freeze them. So while I bake cookies, I want you kids to keep an eye on Patience and Priscilla. They can be a handful, as you know, and I don't want to come into baby powder squirted all over every last piece of furniture. Mama Peters glanced over at the twins, whose countenances conveyed only angelic sweetness. I remember that, Mama Peters, Pearson laughed. <laughs> I totally remember how we thought everything had been cleaned up, and then I put my baseball hat on my head the next day, and there was baby powder all in my hair and on my face. I don't know how I didn't notice all that baby powder sitting in my hat before I put it on my head. I remember that too, buddy. So please, kids, I don't want to have a repeat of that baby powder incident. But Mama P, no matter what, you could never be mad at those righteous little dudettes. Look at them! They're stone-cold cuteness in the form of babies. Todd's creative descriptions never failed to amuse the Peters family. Mama Peters, we'll try to keep those stone-cold cuties away from the baby powder, Penelope reassured Mama Peters. Oh, now, I need you to help with the cookies. I'm pretty sure Todd and Pearson can handle the twins. After lunch was finished and the dishes cleared, they all strolled down to Mr. Flaverty's house and began clearing weeds and mowing the lawn. Mr. Flaverty came outside and helped as much as he could, though his slow gait and unsteady legs were growing increasingly noticeable. Despite wanting to be of assistance, he really wasn't much of a help due to his physical problems. Oh, Mr. Flaverty, it's not a worry. The boys mow the grass on their own all the time. These boys can handle it, Mama Peters assured Mr. Flaverty. Well, I sure do appreciate all you guys do, Mama Peters. I hope you don't mind that I sit here for a spell. I just can't seem to keep up with these whippersnappers anymore. Mama Peters gently suggested that Mr. Flaverty would do better to sit and let Penelope fetch him a cold lemonade. He approved of the gesture and encouraged her to grab lemonade for everyone. In spite of the cold temperatures, they had all worked up a sweat from pulling weeds, so the cold lemonade hit the spot. After finishing up with the yard work, they walked back to the house where Todd and Pearson began their babysitting duties with the heavenly scent of chocolate chip cookies baking in the oven. Pearson and Todd entertained Priscilla and Patience with a mini-game of duck-duck-goose. Their delighted squeals, yee, and babyish pleas for more a-cuck-loose had the boys working hard to keep the twins happy. I am totally exhausted. I don't think I can chase another goose around the circle, Pearson declared as he collapsed in a heap on the floor. Hey, dude! These little ladies have the energy. We have to keep going. You can't turn them down, man. That ain't right, Todd admonished Pearson. They'll be fine, Todd. Let's play a different game, like something a little slower, Pearson said, panting. Hey, bro, I don't know how you can resist them. They're so fun. I love babies. They're rocking. I was watching myself the other day in a video. I was just a little thing, and I kept walking around the house telling Ma about all these things I liked in the house. Like, I like this tiny ball, and I like this pizza, and I like those shoes. I was pretty irresistible. Really, Todd? You're bragging about your cuteness as a baby? <laughs> Pearson couldn't help but laugh at his friend's antics. Not really, but I'm saying I just think babies are bomb dickety. I hope when I grow up, I have a bunch of them. I don't get to have babies around like you and Penelope do. Oh, Todd, stop exaggerating. You're around them nearly every day. Yeah, I know, but I won't be soon. And I'm, I'm super happy that Ma doesn't have to work anymore. But I'm also sad that, that I won't get to be here as much, Todd haltingly said as he helped the twins build a castle out of magnetic tiles. Dude, I know. I'm super bummed about it, too. As they had been conversing, Pearson had also begun adding tiles to the project. Like, Ma will do a great job, but 
but it's real quiet at our house, you know? Todd was slow and thoughtful with his words. I don't know. I, I've gotten used to the noise at your house, and, and I know it'll be... Todd's voice trailed off momentarily. This year has been the best year of my life, bro. Mine too, Todd. I'm so glad we're homeschooled, and I'm so glad we're homeschooling together. Yeah, that's pretty dope. And Ma and Dad getting married again? It's also totally tubular. As the boys mused on the past several months, Patience and Priscilla began using the little Miss Molly's decapitated horse's head and its body to knock down the magnetic tile castle they had just erected. The boys couldn't help but laugh uproariously. <laughs> As they watched the twins demolish their creation, Pearson! Todd! Come try a cookie and help me get dinner ready! Mama Peter's voice rang out from downstairs. Each of the boys picked up one of the girls and followed their noses to the cookie smell in the kitchen. They looked longingly at the pan of warm, gooey cookies Mama Peters was just pulling out of the oven. Well, Mama P, I gotta say, you have done it again. I'm gonna miss these cookies. Well, Todd, we've had a wonderful time with you, and you're welcome to our cookies anytime you want. I'm happy to keep you well stocked. That's super chill of you, Mama P. Thank you. Todd grabbed a couple of cookies and began to munch down on them. Pierce, Todd, thanks for watching the girls. I hesitate to ask, but do I have a big mess upstairs to clean up? Oh, it's not too bad, Mama Peters. Just have to pick up the magnetic tiles. The girls used the broken horse to knock down the castle we were building for them. Pearson explained as he picked up a cookie and began eating, savoring every nibble. That broken horse, they love it so much. They're such silly little ladies, Mama Peters said affectionately, splitting a cookie and handing a piece to each of the twins. Oh, but they're awesome, Mama P. I sure wish I could have them. I always wanted brothers and sisters, especially babies, because they're so awesome. I'm going to miss those girls, too. Man, I'm getting all misty-eyed. I sure am going to miss you guys. Well, Todd, you're not moving away. We're still going to see you lots, the Lord willing. Certainly you won't be here every day, probably, and we'll miss you. But we praise God for all the changes that have occurred over the last several months. Whoa, we were just saying that, Mama P. Hey, that's the thing. Even just last year, I, I became a Christian. I stopped going to government school. I started being homeschooled by you. He stopped to take a breath. Dad and Ma got married again, and now Ma is going to be home with me. It's wacky. I, I can't believe how much has changed for me. Yes, Todd. A lot has changed, Mama Peters agreed. But some things never change, Todd. Like how often you use the word tubular. Penelope giggled. <laughs> Todd stopped, looked thoughtful, and then responded, Excellent point, Dudette. As they all pitched in to set the table and prep for dinner, Daddy Peters arrived home and greeted everyone. After changing his clothes, he came back downstairs and announced, Boy, does it smell good in here. I am so ready for some celebratory surf and turf. I'm starving. Todd, we're sure going to miss you around here, buddy. Daddy P, I'm going to miss you too. Todd pounded Daddy Peters' outstretched wrist. Well, thankfully, we live very close by and we can continue our regular get-togethers, Daddy Peters said brightly before the doorbell rang. Yo, that's Ma and Dad. I'll get it. Todd sprang toward the door. Mr. Hicks greeted Todd with a hug, followed by Mrs. Hicks. Greetings were exchanged all around, and everyone sat down in the dining room for the meal. So congratulations, Mrs. Hicks. You've closed that chapter of your life, Daddy Peters said after praying over the meal. 
Thank you, Daddy Peters. My job was such a blessing from the Lord. It kept us afloat for several years, and my boss was so understanding. In some ways, I'm very sad, but the Lord has allowed me to share the gospel with my coworkers in recent months. That's been the ultimate blessing. One of my work friends says she wants to come to church with us this Sunday, so I'm hoping she'll follow through. But as much as I've enjoyed my job and my time there, my heart has always longed to be home with Todd. And I'm just so overwhelmed by all the Lord has done in our lives to make that happen. It's, it's truly, it's, well, it's just, it's just been, Mrs. Hicks stopped talking as tears rolled down her cheeks. Mama Peters was crying right alongside Mrs. Hicks as she contemplated all the stunning developments the Lord had brought about for the Hicks family. We understand and we rejoice with you, Mrs. Hicks. Daddy Peters looked over at Mr. Hicks, who was nodding as he spoke. To see the Lord at work so evidently in our dear friends' lives, our friends who have become like family, has been profoundly encouraging and a boost to our own faith. We praise God every time we think of you. Next to speak was Mr. Hicks. I am totally astounded by the grace of God for a sinner like me. Sometimes it's too much to bear as I think about all my offenses before a holy God. How I can relate to a song we sang at church a couple of weeks ago. I know not why God's wondrous grace to me he hath made known, nor why unworthy Christ in love redeemed me for his own. He took my sins and he buried them. I've been memorizing Psalm 103, and those verses have been such an encouragement when Satan reminds me of my past. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, So great is his loving kindness toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. And to have the blessing of Todd in my life again. Wow. Mr. Hicks couldn't continue speaking because he too was beginning to choke up. Look at us. We're a mess. This is supposed to be a celebration, Mrs. Hicks said, laughing. as she wiped away the tears. Well, let me say something super happy and super tubular. I'm super glad you're going to be home, Ma. Todd was all smiles. Oh, me too, Todd. But we have just one more thing to say. Todd? Everyone? Mrs. Hicks looked at her husband, and then at Mama Peters and Daddy Peters and the Peters children, and then settled on Todd. About nine years ago, right around the time that we had Todd, We were going through a rough patch in our marriage. Having a new baby was difficult. And Todd, I love you dearly, buddy. But you would have made anyone not want to have more kids. Whoa, 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 Ma. Hold on a sec. Was I that bad? Todd asked, smiling. That bad? Todd, I think maybe you slept two hours every night for the first three months. You screamed and screamed. I am so thankful that you're nothing like you were when you were a baby. Mr. Hicks picked up where Mrs. Hicks had left off. I remember the time Ma and I had just about had it. We had been up with you all night, so at four o'clock in the morning, I put you in your car seat and drove you around town until you fell asleep. Then I came home, parked in the driveway with the car running so that you wouldn't wake up. I even dozed in the front seat for a while before we called it a night. It was miserable! Everyone at the table laughed. (laughs) Anyway, at the time, Ma and I weren't believers. 
We were both exhausted and we were both not in our right minds. And we decided then and there we would not have any more kids. But boy, the Lord bringing us back together and growing us in maturity and wisdom and understanding has changed our hearts. We know we aren't getting any younger, but our desire when we remarried a few months ago was to simply trust the Lord with the size of our family. We didn't know what God had in mind for us. Even in the last few months, God has made it plain to us, especially through watching the Peters family and observing all your wonderful little ones, that we wanted to build our family more too. And as the Bible says in Psalm 127.3, Behold, children are a gift of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is a reward. And so, Todd, by now, you've probably guessed what we're talking about. All eyes shifted to Todd, who appeared to be very confused. Okay, Dad, I'm totally stumped. You know I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer with riddles. Am I the only one here who doesn't get what you're talking about? Todd looked around the table and everyone but him seemed to understand. Pearson shouted out, Yep, you're the only one who doesn't get it, bro. And everyone laughed boisterously. (laughs) Finally, after things had settled down, Mrs. Hicks said softly, Todd, you know I haven't been feeling well, right? Do you have any idea why? Well, I I keep thinking you're, you're lactose intolerant or something. That's what Wanda Phillips has, and she's never feeling well. Actually, Todd, It's because I'm pregnant. Todd, you're going to have a baby brother. Todd's jaw dropped, and for the first time, maybe ever, Todd was completely speechless. He stared at Mrs. Hicks in disbelief, but moments later, tears rolled down his cheeks, and getting up from his chair, he walked over and threw his arms around both of his parents. This is... Todd had a hard time getting his words out. It's a dream come true. Ma, Dad, I can't believe it. There just aren't enough words for how totally tubular this is. Totally, totally. I know, bud, and praise the Lord for his kindness, which is beyond anything we could ask or think. He has done great things. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Mr. Hicks exuberantly declared his gratitude, and everyone was hugging and praising God. Todd's dream had indeed come true. The Hicks had become a family again a growing family. This is Grandmom's Corner. Wasn't that a good story? I really appreciated that Mr. Hicks was memorizing God's Word. Specifically, he was memorizing Psalm 103. When my kids were young, we learned that psalm together when we had devotions in the morning. I was following the pattern that my mom established years and years ago when we had devotions together, and my brother, sister, and I would memorize verses. To this day, I can quote many of the verses I learned growing up. A friend recently mentioned that she remembers passages of scripture that she learned over five decades ago. Do you know how many years are represented by five decades? If you know that a decade has 10 years and you multiply that by five, what do you get? You get 50 years. And my friend learned verses over 50 years ago and can still quote many of them. We've mentioned on Grandmom's Corner before that Psalm 119.11 says, Your word I have hid in my heart. And the rest of that verse gives the reason why we hide God's word in our heart. That I might not sin against you. Have you ever been tempted to disobey your parents? But right before you disobeyed, 
God brought to your remembrance Ephesians 6.1, which says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And that stopped you in your tracks. You didn't disobey because you knew what God's Word says, and you know that disobeying your parents is really disobeying God because He's the one that said not to disobey them. If you haven't already begun to memorize God's Word, why not start this week? Commit to memory some passages, and you'll be surprised how they'll come to mind in times of difficulty or when you want to do something that doesn't please the Lord. And if you're a parent, we here at Whimsy Wins encourage you to learn God's Word and teach it to your kids. I recently mentioned that one of my daughters, in fact the writer of these stories, and I memorized Psalm 119. It took us two years, and my tired brain doesn't always remember it, but we're so thankful that we learned it, and it was fun learning it together. And it isn't to our credit that we learned Psalm 119, because there were many weeks we didn't really feel like doing it. I often think of Psalm 115.1 when I want to take credit for something. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory, because of your mercy, because of your truth. So what's stopping you from memorizing God's word? Give it a try this week and see how it goes. The Lord willing, we'll be back next week with another story about the Peters family. Bye for now.